to the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of
all the carols and bells make the holidays well, but it's all about you. preaching I'm going to do a little bit of reading and I'm amazed at the reaction that the coming of Christ received in his first coming here we are 2,000 years later and we're still worshiping the fact that Jesus came and I think it's safe to say that the earth was never the same after Jesus came to this earth to think about the reaction from the nations from the powers to be at that time from Herod and all of those uh, that did not want him to come uh, what an impact what an impact to see the impact that it made in Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the star in the sky and the angels coming down and what a glorious thing and, and, and what an exciting time and here we are 2,000 years later singing about it and reading about it and having skits and, and plays and, and all of these things to recognize that Jesus has come. It is safe to say that it forever changed humanity when Christ came to this earth. I want you to look in Isaiah 9 and verse 7. Verse 6 is where we've been describing the coming of Jesus. But he continues on in verse 7 and says of the increase of his government, in peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. As I look at the first coming in Verse 6 and verse 7, it is clear that this speaks of the second coming of Jesus Christ. As we spoke this morning, uh, Jesus never uh, fought against any nation. He did not rule with an iron fist when he came the first time. The first coming was for spiritual purposes. The second coming will be for physical purposes purposes. In verse 7 we see that he will sit upon the throne and that he will rule and there will uh, be peace, the increase of his government and peace shall be no end. Uh, that has not happened yet but the day is coming that it will happen and that day will come in a greater way than he came the first time. There was no big parade the first time he came. There was no big reaction but there was uh, quite the reaction within uh, the little town of Bethlehem. There was quite a reaction in those shepherd fields that night. There was quite a reaction when the, the star appeared and the angels descended. There was quite a reaction, but the whole world did not see the first coming of Jesus. Folks, may I tell you, the entire world will see the second coming of Jesus Christ. And as the first coming impacted us, May I tell you, this world will never be the same when Jesus comes again. Right. Revelation chapter 1. And there's a twofold part of the second coming of Jesus Christ. The first, 
I believe should excite us very, very much. I believe that it will change us forevermore. I believe that it will change who we are and what we think and where we go because this is the rapture of the church, of the saved. This is when Jesus comes and steps out on the cloud. And may I tell you, as much as it was sweet for the shepherds to see the face of that baby, for how precious it was for Mary to hold the Lamb of God, may I tell you at the second coming, we're going to get to behold him. We didn't get to be in the stable the first time. We didn't get to see it all unravel and unfold. But child of God, we're going to get to see it the second time. Revelation chapter 1 and verse uh, 4. Revelation 1 and verse 4. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you in peace from him which is and which was, which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who was the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, made us king and priest unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. But aren't you glad he didn't stop? Behold, he cometh with clouds. First coming, he's coming on the clouds. Before he steps foot on the Mount of Olives, he will come in the clouds. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. Saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. And I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a great voice with a shout, the Bible says, with a shout as of a trumpet, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, Smyrna, and to Pergamos, Thyatira, unto Sardis, unto Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. As those shepherds saw that little baby, and as Mary gazed upon his face, folks, this is what we're going to get to see. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one likened unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. It is what, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like undefined brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. 
And he had in his right hand seven stars. And out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And his countenance was as the sun shining in his strength. You say, preacher, why are you crying? Because, folks, I can't wait. I hunger. I long to see Jesus. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy for us to change our life for. He's worthy for us to praise Him. He's worthy for us to shout about Him. I'm so sick of this. So sick of sickness, so sick of sorriness, so sick of slothfulness. I'm so sick of sin. I'm sick of our carnality. I'm sick of sin destroying our families. I'm sick of divorce. I'm sick of cancer. I'm sick of mama's being done and daddy's walking out. I'm sick of not being strong enough. I'm sick of not knowing enough. I'm sick of it. I'm ready to see him. I'm ready to see him. I'm ready to behold him. I'm ready to see the one that died for me. In verse 17, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. We talk about the praising, folks, that's coming. But that first appearance, that first display, that first awe and shock and wonder, that first awe that Mary had as she held the Son of God, that first awe and shock that Joseph had when he got to see Jesus. John got to see the glorified Christ. And he said, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. I've heard it. When I see him, I'm going to ask him. When I see him, I'm going to say. When you see him, you're not going to say a word. And you're just going to fall down in, the, in your tracks. And you're going to see him like you've never seen him. You're going to behold him like you've never beheld him. You're going to know him like you've never known him. I have not seen nor ear hath heard. Whew. Brother Johnny, all this is going to be wiped away. And all of this pain, when we get to see Jesus... It's going to be gone. And his face and his presence is going to make us new again. And we're going to fall down like we're dead. And we're going to worship. And over in Revelation 4, we're going to be in so much awe that all them crowns we're going to get. We're going to say, Jesus, here you go. 
Because we're going to realize if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have had those crowns. We wouldn't have had jewels. We ain't going to have nothing without him. Glory to his name. People get on to me, and I get fussed at because we don't sing happy birthday to people in here. We don't sing happy anniversary to folks. We don't recognize folks. And I don't mean that to be rude. I don't mean that to be disrespectful. Let's go over yonder to the gym and let's sing happy birthday to everybody. But oh, if we could just give him one place. Just one place in our life. This place dedicated just to him. And if we could come just three times a week and quit worrying about our birthday and quit worrying about our anniversary and what we've done and look at him. Man, I'm telling you, he can change our life. And the more we worship him, the closer we'll get to him. And the closer we get to him, the more we'll serve him. And the more he'll make an impact. I don't have to come in here and give you some fancy sermon. All I need to do is lift him up. So we can behold the king of glory. And gaze upon him. And oh, what an impact. I'll never be the same. He changed me forevermore. I'm going to sing girls to death. But them three, whoever y'all are. Miss Carrie, y'all come on. We can play music this time. Isn't he wonderful? <laughs>